Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race for a thousand position. Got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and got to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Here comes Eric Almarola mounting a charge around the outside. Round two to go from Las Vegas, a mile and a half to then go to Talladega and then to the road. Three distinctly different racetracks. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity. Internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan, on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you yet again this week. Got lots to talk about on today's show. Got the NASCAR Xfinity Series kicking off their playoffs this weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We're going to chat with Chase Briscoe, Justin Allgaier, Austin Sendrick, Brandon Jones, and Ross Chastain. They've been key players in the regular season. The question is, will they be key players in the playoffs? We're also going to preview the Cup Series round of 12 as we race on and into and through the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. And it'll be Las Vegas Motor Speedway, the South Point 400, their destination this weekend. We've got a whole lot more for you as well. But first... Let's check on some of the biggest headlines in NASCAR Nation with the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky. Kyle, what's up? Well, Mike, as if the first round of the playoffs ending at Bristol wasn't big enough news, more pieces of the silly season puzzle have fallen into place this week. It was announced on Monday that for 2021, Ross Chastain will move up from the NASCAR Xfinity Series into the number 42 seat for Chip Ganassi Racing. Chastain will take over for current driver Matt Kenseth. In another corner, Denny Hamlin announced that he and basketball legend Michael Jordan have agreed to purchase the NASCAR Cup Series charter from Jermaine Racing to start their own team next season. Hamlin will be the minority owner. As for who will be driving their car, Hamlin said the choice was easy as it had to be Bubba Wallace. Wallace confirmed earlier this month that he was leaving Richard Petty Motorsports and there was a lot of speculation on to where he might end up. No further information on the team, such as the team's name, manufacturer affiliation, 
card number, and sponsors have been announced. For more on these stories and other news, visit MRN.com. I'm Kyle Rickey. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, Ross Chastain chats with Kyle ahead of the playoffs. And after news broke, he's moving into the Cup Series next season. We'll have more on that. And later, more with more NASCAR Xfinity Series drivers. If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in-network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in-person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call one 800 94 Ross Chastain talks Xfinity Series playoffs and his 2021 plans next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom-flavored infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. You can also order our signature Clutch Coffee Beans online and have them shipped directly to you. Go to clutchcoffeebar.com or visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Whelan would like to congratulate Kevin Harvick and his number four Stewart Haas Racing Pit Crew for the win at Bristol Motor Speedway Saturday night. They are the Whelan Pit Crew of the Week. Happy Harvick hailed his crew with a special nod to spotter Tim Fedor. You know, Timmy was on it tonight. He just, um, you know, he he was one step ahead of me, and, and that really helps because, you know, you can't really see all the way out of the corner when you're entering the corner or headed to the center of the corner. You can't really tell, so... Him being one step ahead of me, so I know what to do when I get to the next corner as far as lower high lane, um, you know, definitely definitely puts us in a good spot. So he did a great job. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Life has been good recently for Ross Chastain. He's accomplished a lot in the last couple of years. He's moved up through the NASCAR ranks. Now he's competing for an Xfinity Series championship, but news has broken this week that he's got big plans for 2021 in the NASCAR Cup Series. Kyle Rickey sat down with the native of Alva, Florida. First off, Ross, let's talk about the playoffs that lie ahead here in the Xfinity Series. You guys, I feel like, have some momentum on your side right now heading into Las Vegas this weekend. Yeah, Kyle, we do, we do man. Um 
we, we just came out of Bristol, uh, our regular season finale for the Xfinity Series, and we finished second. And I could not control myself after the race. And for the initial two or three minutes, I wanted to and kind of cried, man. Like, we want to win. And our team is prepared to win. We have prepared. We have done all the right things right and all the little things right. And to come that close at a Bristol night race, like, that would that would could change my life. It could change a lot of our lives. And a lot of these guys on this team have not won in the roles that they're in. Um, so some of them have in different roles, different positions, different teams, but like this 10 team, you know, obviously has not won. So, um, I, I broke down a little bit. I could not control myself, but it's just because we won it so bad. Six top fives in the last seven races. And this year, five second place finishes. So you, you want it so bad. What's the missing ingredient? If there is a missing ingredient to get you to victory lane. It's just the making that left-hand turn into victory lane. Um, that's it. We're doing, like I said, man, we're doing all the right things right. We can't change what we're doing now that we're in the playoffs. It's not like we can, we've been saving this, this uh, magical spring and shock package and we're going to put it in at Vegas and, oh, we're going to gain three-tenths of a second. No, we are doing everything right. We keep doing what we're doing. Uh, we keep preparing these race cars, pushing the limits, you know, finding that speed uh, and, and be the best Chevrolet and then go – go fight these Fords. Um, that's all we can do. Sum up uh, this first round. It's about to get underway for me. I got the mile and a half of Vegas. You got the unpredict unpredictability of Talladega and you have the, I guess, unpredictability of the Roval at, at Charlotte. That That's just it, man. It's just with every passing race, it gets harder to control my own destiny. And not that Vegas you can, but you know, you could still blow a tire. You, I can run something over. I can run into somebody on pit road, but but at least when we're making lap time, it's up to me to not crash the car. And not saying that I won't. I I, I drive at 100%, like almost all the drivers do, or or, or you know push the car to 100% of its limit as much as I can. And I can mess up. I could go wreck. And there's no practice to get acclimated. There's you know we're going to be starting in the top couple of rows, the first couple of rows, so we'll have pretty clean air. We'll have to go go fight to get that really clean air to be the leader. Um, not saying that I won't make a mistake, but man, when I get to Talladega, I'm going to say, man, I wish I was back in Vegas where I could control this because the whole pack is there. And then you go to the Roval. I was running third at the Daytona Roval just a few weeks ago or a month ago and was, had a very bad wheel hop problem. So I was wheel hopping into every corner. As soon as I touched the brakes, the rear axle would just start hopping. Um, but we were still running third and I broke the transmission completely in two because I was wheel hopping and I didn't have the, the mindset to just back it down and to get to the pit stop, see if they can help you with, with chassis and, and, and shock and spring adjustments. I just kept pushing it for lap time. And I can't, you know, if we're in a position at the road, I, I have to have that instant mentality that, all right, give up a spot, give up five spots, but finish this race and you should, we should move on uh, depending on how the first two races go. Like you said, we're, we're only a few points above the cut. Um, because we did not win races or, or many stages this year. But the consistency is there, so we're not changing what we're doing on the 10 team. And it all kicks off this weekend at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the Xfinity playoffs. Let's talk about the news of the week now as we look ahead to 2021. Uh, I met you wow, almost a decade ago now, I feel like, at the NASCAR preview in downtown Charlotte. You were just walking around, introducing yourself to most of the industry. Um, 
it, does this kind of culminate what started on that day 10 years ago? Obviously, you want to win races and you want to ch win championships, but this is a, a pretty big deal moving into the 42 ride for, for next season. Wow, it, it absolutely is. I mean, I'm, I am so far beyond where I was ever dreaming of going, let alone trying to go or was ever told I could go. Uh, and even right now, I mean, staring down the barrel of, of a championship run, with colleague racing in this 10 team with nutrient ag solutions and agriculture sponsor i'm a farmer my brother my dad all like almost all my family is at the farm some of them travel up the coast uh, but we farm watermelons man that's what we do i have an agriculture company that services farmers it could not work out any better i'm so far beyond all my dreams that all this seems it seems so crazy but my job is to drive race cars which sounds crazy but that's what it is, and it's working, and we're succeeding. We aren't, we haven't won this year in the ten car, but that's okay. We are doing all the right things right. Moving into next year, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I've I've ran the better part of two years uh, in Cup, but out of the spotlight, there was no cameras on us. There was nobody watching. I mean, our team was our owners and a few fans. A few of our loyal fans have been there since the beginning, but. Did I think when I was walking around downtown Charlotte or uptown Charlotte that I would be signed to drive the 42 car after running a full season in Xfinity and fight for a championship after running a, well, not a full season. I ran all the truck races, but I didn't technically claim points all year, make a championship run, finish second in the truck series championship. No, absolutely not. I didn't think that day walking around that I just wanted to be a part of the sport and drive a few races. So um, it's, uh, I think that's what's made it so good for me is it was never supposed to happen. I didn't have the pressure of, it was going to be a failure. As soon as I ran my first NASCAR race, as, as soon as I won the world series at new Smyrna in 2011 in the limited late model division, my career as a race car driver was a success because that was never supposed to happen either. And then it just, one thing led to the other. And then I got enough people around me supporting me to help push right? Ready for this? Help push the watermelon up the mountain together. And here we are, man. I don't know if this is the top of the mountain and there might be a cliff. My next step might be right off the other side. I might overshoot it, but I know that I'm happy to be where I'm at at college racing. I know that I'm happy to have somebody like Chip Ganassi, a legend in all of motorsports, like in racing, everybody, every racer in the world knows Chip Ganassi's name and to get assigned to drive one of his cup cars, be teammates with a champion and Kurt Busch, have a guy like Jimmy Johnson now as a teammate, have Scott Dixon, Dario Franchitti, like these guys have done so much. And now I have, I think, a direct line to call them and bug them and ask them questions. And how do I handle this? How should I handle that? Because I'm 27 years old, man. I, I still have so much to learn. Been a big week for you. And uh, that big week rolls into Las Vegas this weekend. Congratulations on the announcement. Congratulations on, on making the playoffs. And best of luck to you when we uh, get out to the Nevada desert this weekend. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Good to talk to you, buddy. Ross Chastain joining us here on the Motor Racing Network. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we've got Chase Briscoe and Brandon Jones and later Austin Sindri. If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. 
Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in-network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in-person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call one 800 940 Chase Briscoe and Brandon Jones talk with us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Now we're uh, easy top 10 car. Before you dive into the race weekend, get up to speed with MRN Out Loud. That is what makes an extraordinary team. I'm Woody Kane, inviting you to join me every Thursday as we talk to NASCAR drivers and crew chiefs about the coming weekend's race. There, there's a lot that we've been working on. And let you know when and where to hear MRN's coverage from the track. It's one of the older race surfaces we go to. Gear up for the race when you catch MRN Out Loud streaming every Thursday at MRN.com or wherever great podcasts are found. You might think your old vehicle is nothing more than a piece of junk, but to children in our racing communities, your vehicle can help them live happier and healthier lives. Join others in your community. Put your vehicle to good use and donate it today. It's easy. We'll pick it up for free. Act now to have your car, truck, boat, or other vehicle towed and auction off. You'll get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds all for the kids. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. This is NASCAR Live. It would be his sixth of the 2020 campaign. All he has to do is exit turn four cleanly. He does so. Checkered flag in the air. And Chase Briscoe wins the Dryden 200 at the Monster Mile. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded a few weeks ago at Dover International Speedway in Delaware. Chase Briscoe going to victory lane one of his many wins in the 2020 NASCAR Xfinity Series season. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. And, of course, as it was documented there, Chase Briscoe's winning ways made their way through the state of Delaware, made their way through a lot of states on the NASCAR schedule, and now he is one of the big names running for the championship in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Kim Kuhn had the chance to speak with him ahead of his 2020 playoff run. All right, well, Chase, first of all, congrats on winning yeah, at the last you. great Coliseum. I got to ask, what did you do with the sword that you get in victory lane at Bristol? So it's just on my shelf. I normally don't ever take the trophies, but Bristol, you get the main trophy, then the sword. So I took the sword and it's just in my like little game room thing where my simulator is. So Bristol was your seventh one this season. Seven wins leads all drivers. So I know you weren't the regular season champion, but do you feel like your team is the one to beat for the title this year? Um, you know, I'd love to say, yeah, but, you know, truthfully, I think there's a lot of really good teams this year. And, you know, it's, it's been like a, a weird, a weird year, I feel like, where everybody's really streaky. Um, you know, I feel like at the beginning of the year, we were kind of the guy to beat. And then it got to where Cindric was five weeks in a row, the guy to beat. And then Algar the last three. So, you know, I, I think it just really depended on who hits the momentum and, and who's good. Those, you know, really those seven weeks of the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I know that we're going to be in the hunt, but 
I don't know if there's necessarily one guy that sticks out. Um, you know, if we were going to homestead for the championship, I would feel a lot more confident as far as saying I feel like I'm the guy just because I feel like that's my best racetrack. But Phoenix, um, you know, Algar is so strong there. Brandon Jones is really good there. Cindric, there's so many guys that are really good there. Um, I think it's going to be an awesome race. And I don't, I don't know if you can really pick one guy that's going to be the guy to beat. Looking at this round, you won Las Vegas earlier this year. You've won at Charlotte Roval in the past. So would you say this is primed to possibly be your best round of the playoffs? I would love to say that. Um, I think with Talladega and even the Roval, there's just so many things that um, are out of your control. Um, Vegas, I think, is honestly the most important race of the year outside of Phoenix, just because if you can get through Vegas, you know, if you have a bad Vegas, you can get knocked out of the playoffs even with having the, the points buffer we do. You know, going into Talladega, you don't know what can happen there than the Roval as well. So you have nine total career wins in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, but seven of those came this season. So what's changed for you this year that's allowed you to find so much success? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just having confidence and, and then having that notebook now. Um, you know, last year, there's a lot of racetracks I'd still never even been to before in my entire life. And um, you know, I still hadn't even had a hundred pavement starts my entire life, uh, last year. Now just having that experience plus confidence, I think is, uh, you know, a great thing to have. And then having that notebook as well, knowing, okay, this is what I like here. This is the feel I like here. Uh, my crew chief kind of can build that setup around that where at the beginning of last year, you know, we were just kind of shooting in the dark. We didn't know what I wanted, what I liked. Um, so we would try stuff from Harvick. We'd try stuff from Cole. And just none of it really worked for me until we found out what I really liked as a driver. And then from then on out, I felt like we've been really strong and in the hunt almost every week. So um, I think just all those things piled on top of each other just goes a long way. I saw where you tweeted your excitement about the announcement that Michael Jordan's going to start a NASCAR team in 2021. What do you think that means for NASCAR and just in general, the elevation of the sport, maybe among people who weren't fans before? Yeah, I think it's huge. You know, anytime you can put Michael Jordan in anything, I mean, the guy is a worldwide icon. Um, growing up, I, I used to love watching him play basketball. Um, so I think that's going to bring a lot of new eyes. You know, the NBA has a lot of fans that probably don't watch NASCAR. And because Michael Jordan's involved, they might start watching now. So I think it's uh, great for the sport. I think it's great for everybody involved. I can't wait to be walking through the garage and hopefully see Michael and, and go introduce myself and shake his hand. I think that's going to be the coolest thing in the world. Thank you, Kim. Another driver who's had multiple wins on the 2020 season is Brandon Jones. He stopped by and chatted with our Woody Kane. Brandon Jones joins us now. He is with Joe Gibbs Racing, and he is the fifth seed entering the playoffs, heading to Las Vegas Motor Speedway this weekend, Brandon, where you have seven, I think, or five top seven finishes at that track. So clearly it's one that you like. Is is that one that's kind of making you lick your chops a little bit to start the playoffs? <laughs> it definitely is. And, you know, I looked at the, the tracks in this first round, and Vegas stands out to me so much. I mean, that's the one that we can go there, we can win that race and lock ourselves into the next round, I think, really, really fast and easily. Um, you know, and, and then you go to the next two, and, and man, you can go – play a little bit, be aggressive if you want to. And um, so that would be a, a lot of security getting to that one. But I know that's in a lot of people's minds as well. You know, they want to try to get to that point as well. So it's going to be um, – we're, we're going to have to work for it a little bit this week, but we're also going to be really fast, I have a feeling. This has really been a breakout year for you. Three victories and, uh, you know, a, a lot of good has come your way. Top five seed for the playoffs to start. Does it feel that way to you? and Or does it feel more like this is what I knew I could do all along? I've always felt that, you know, that we can win races, we can do this. And, 
I've proven to myself that we've had speed in the past, and um, it, it's it's about closing closing the gap to finishing off the races. And whether that's something I'm doing to put myself in a bad spot, or or whether that you know you're just you're just at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, I feel like it's a mixture of both things. Um, so that that's the biggest thing is is taking notes and realizing okay what led to the wrong the wrong move or what led to the right move and that's what makes you a better race car driver is filling that notebook up and um, taking note of the good times and the bad times and how we can always improve on it. So um, that's what we've been doing a great job this year of. And I think that's why we've been doing so well is uh, we, we've been honest with ourselves. You mentioned practice earlier this year and the temperatures are obviously going to be different. Does it seem like a hundred years ago that we were at Vegas for the first time this year and with all that's gone on? Uh, when I look at the weather this week, I mean, we're, we're talking 100 degrees. I mean, that's uh, that's going to be incredible, man. And um, that's the time for a driver to attack on that. You know, I feel like this week is hydration, hydration, uh, big time. And you want to hydrate twice as much as that guy in front of you because you want them to be cramping up. You want them to get hot. Um, all that stuff leads to confusion. It leads to not thinking correctly in a car. Um, so, you know, if you can stay on top of that game, that's why, I, I, you know, everyone in these interviews, I've said mental toughness, and that's what it is. You know, it's, it's not physical to drive one of these cars at times, but it is tough to get your mind continuing to look for those markers on the track. And um, when you have late race restarts, um, okay, you know, be aggressive on this. We're going to put this guy in a bad position on this restart. Um, so things like that, you have to stay at the top of your game and, and get out of the car after the race and look like you're good. You know, look like you're fine. Look like that didn't even phase you. Um, because that stuff is, is how you get in people's heads. Uh, you know, you want those guys, when you get out of the car, they, you want to have them sitting down on the ground and you just walk around like it's nothing. So all that stuff is pretty intimidating, in my opinion, uh, when you get to the last round of the playoffs and um, having, having that behind you. So that, that's, uh, man, that's my goal is, is this week, you know, with, with everything going on. The temperatures are going to change the race car a bunch. Um, like I mentioned, we were so strong there early on, but there's so many different factors this time uh, with the heat. So um, it'll be interesting to see exactly uh, exactly how we fire off, but we do such a good job at, at Joe Gibbs Racing uh, and with Toyota back behind us with, with the simulator that we have to um, kind of calculate all that stuff in and see exactly what, what it's going to be like when we get there. Coming up, another big name this season, Austin Sendrick. He's run up front, he's run well, and we'll talk with him, and Justin Allgaier will join us as well. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Hey guys, I'm Corey LaJoy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week, and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer, or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations. We give our real opinions. No holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't need an investor, Daryl. I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. Austin Sendrick is coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back. 
Racing electronics as scanners and headphones, we can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. The playoffs are finally underway, and NASCAR today is ready to keep you in contention. Turns out I kind of like that spot. (laughs) It worked out pretty well. Each weekday, we'll bring you the drivers making a difference as they fight to make the championship four in Phoenix. If you're already looking at the round eight, you got to get there first. Join me, Woody Kane, as we keep an ear to the ground to let you know what drivers are thinking. Clean up these mistakes. My God, we've made a lot of mistakes this year. That's NASCAR Today, right here, every weekday. This is NASCAR Live. Five of his last six starts have ended in Gatorade Victory Lane. He is headed there yet again. Austin Sindrick across the line, and he will win the UNOH-188 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded at Daytona International Speedway earlier this year. Austin Sindrick going to Victory Lane on the road course. Welcome back to NASCAR Live, and... You know, there were many unknowns going into that Daytona road course race earlier this season, but Austin Sendrick was up to the task and took a trip to Gatorade victory late. You know, it seems for most of the 2020 Xfinity Series season, it's been a battle between Austin and Chase Briscoe. Austin Sendrick has racked up five wins, and he feels good about his championship chances. Kim Kuhn chatted with him. You are the NASCAR Xfinity Series regular season champion as we head into the playoffs. So what do you think that says about you and this team as you look for your first title? Yeah, for us, I, th- I think it really highlights the, the consistency in our group across the board. Uh, obviously, those playoff points are, are really great. Um, trying to be solid and execute races over the next seven weeks. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's been the highlight for us all year is, is being able to run up front and contend for a lot of race wins. And uh, that, that's what it takes to to get us this far, and uh, now we got to finish the job. Speaking of finishing the job, when you've had such a successful regular season, how do you make sure that you don't, in a sense, slack off? Are there specific things that you do to stay mentally focused? Uh, for me, I'm not sure I have, I have much of a mental attitude change. Uh, for us, it's, like I said, the, the first round especially is about really getting through, through clean races, not having a bad day. Um, there, with, with Talladega and the Roval, there, there's definitely some challenges there, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing what it takes to, to make the, the championship four rounds. So um, I, I think with the buffer we have, I'm, I'm not sure there's as much of an emphasis as years past as far as really knocking it out of the park every single race because we know if we're solid, consistent, and stay out of trouble, um, we've got enough of a buffer that, that uh, we don't have to shoot for the moon. You mentioned the challenges in the first round, uh, quite the variety of tracks. We go to Las Vegas, then head to Talladega, and then – finally the cutoff race at the Charlotte Roval. So for you, I know you don't seem too worried because you do have a points buffer, but which of those tracks give you, gives you the most confidence and which are you maybe a, a little worried about? I think everyone's probably most worried about Talladega. You got more characters up front than usually are there. And there's a lot more variables with that. And you have to trust a lot more people to, to, to reach your own goals. So <laughs> in, in a playoff format, that's a, that's a, a daunting task, but um, looking forward to that. I think that'll be an interesting dynamic. Uh, last time I did that was um, would have been in trucks. We we did we did we had a Talladega playoff race, but for Xfinity that's new, so um, that'll be fun maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but Las Vegas, and I've been saying it all morning, I, I feel like so many people, Xfinity and Cup, are putting an emphasis on Las Vegas because it's such a, you know, normal race weekend. There's more of a known value. And uh, I think everyone wants to go out and try and win Las Vegas. And I feel like you could see more aggression at Las Vegas in the next two races uh, for, for that same reason. So um, definitely got to be on our toes there as well. And uh, nothing, nothing's easy. Well, this year, in addition to some road course wins, you were victorious at Oval Tracks. How important was that in order to show people your range as a driver? Yeah, I mean, for me, it checked some boxes and, and, and really was able to solidify um, maybe throughout the garage that we're capable enough as a team to do it all. For, for me, I've known for, for quite a few years that, that, uh, that some, some of those have been strengths for, for me. So um, there's never a question in my mind, and I don't think there's much of a question in my team's mind. But uh, we've, we've put that behind us a couple months ago, and uh, we, we've, we've been able to have some really strong runs, some really strong races all year. And um, don't see any reason why that can't continue or continue to improve. Earlier this month, your merchandise shop ran out of t-shirts, which created this crazy panic where people thought you were no longer part of Team Penske. You were a really good sport about it. Um, it was definitely entertaining. But what's it like to know fans are literally buying out your stuff? Yeah, obviously, the, I mean, people paying attention to my t-shirts and, and, and so on on the Team Penske store. I guess that's good. I guess that means we're doing our jobs on the racetrack if we're, if we're selling stuff. So um, it's, it's amazing what, uh, I, I guess nowadays in 2020, everyone's got way too much time on their hands. So everyone gets maybe stir crazy still. I mean, we're lucky enough that we're moving about and, and uh, being able to go to racetrack every weekend. That's probably keeping us more sane. So um, otherwise, uh, yeah, some crazy theories out there. I held a, I held a contest for the craziest theory and, and gave away a, a Texas win hat. But uh, otherwise, yeah, that, uh, that was entertaining. Awesome. Well, we appreciate the time, Austin. Best of luck as you head to Las Vegas to kick off the playoffs. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kim. Coming up, Justin Allgaier. And later, we preview the NASCAR Cup Series Round of 12. Rusty Wallace here for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. This pain cream is the official pain cream of NASCAR for a reason. It works fast, and you won't stink. There's no messy, greasy, nasty feel or any stinging or burning here. This is pure pain relief. Don't run your engine on Octane 89. Get the good stuff and meet me in Victory Lane. Blue Emu works fast, and you won't stink. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. The wild ride starts at NASCAR's Lady in Black. And for 16 drivers, all or nothing the rest of the way. Fighting off elimination at the greatest tracks in the show. Threading the needle to the big one. Fighting for the right to duel in the desert. Everything possible, nothing guaranteed. Yes, please. The NASCAR Playoffs, presented by Xfinity. This Sunday at Las Vegas on NBCSN. NASCAR Xfinity Series veteran Justin Allgaier joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. 
Hey, race fans, are you looking for a chance to win $25,000? Do you think you have what it takes every week to predict NASCAR Cup Series results? If so, the NASCAR Finish Line Free to Play app is here to make that happen. Every week, you'll have the opportunity to predict eight correct picks in a race to win. That's right, every week, you have a shot at $25,000. The NASCAR Finish Line app is a free download on all Apple and Android devices. Download now on the Apple Store or Google Play for your chance to win. This is NASCAR Live. Allgaier off for final time. Checkered flag is out for the final time for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. He won last night. He's won again this afternoon. Justin Allgaier picking up the win. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Ah, yes, Justin Allgaier winning on a short track. Surprise, surprise. That's how it sounded at Richmond Raceway in the Commonwealth of Virginia. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. That win, that was the second of two on that weekend in Richmond for Justin Allgaier. He did the back-to-back win thing, swept them all just a very few weeks ago. Kim Kuhn chatted with Justin Allgaier earlier as he begins his playoff run. So typically your daughter, Harper, designs a helmet for you um, in the past during the playoffs. So is that tradition going to continue this year? And if so, have you seen the design for this season? It is going to continue. I actually just got, uh, we just launched the video shortly before this, before we started this. And uh, it's, it's really special for me. It's actually sitting right here so I can, I can grab it and hold on to it. So it is uh, definitely came out cool. Um, It's got my logo on it. It's obviously got her, her message to me on there, you know, to, to see what Harper has done over these last four years and to, to, see her excitement level for her painting me a helmet for the playoffs. Obviously it's super special as somebody that's always been into graphic design art, um, seeing her kind of follow that trend is, it's been really cool. Looking back at the regular season, in addition to that, where do you feel like your team excelled during the regular season? And then where maybe do they need um, maybe a, a few things on improving as we head into the playoffs? You know, it's been difficult. We've had really fast Camaros all year. Uh, we put ourselves in position a lot of times. I mean, I think we've got, the most stage wins of anybody in the Xfinity series, the most laps led of anybody in the Xfinity series. You know, those are obviously super important stats, but the win column is lacking a lot compared to some of our other competitors. And I think that's been the difficult part is knowing that we've had fast race cars and just haven't been able to execute. So I would say for us in the playoffs, um, you know, execution is going to be key, making sure that you put yourself in the, the right positions at the end of the races, you know, because at the early part of the races, you know, as, as, as great as it's all been, um, we've, we've struggled for the bonus point side of it. And, and so these last, you know, five, six weeks have been really important for us to get some of those bonus points, but we still need to, to do a lot better job of that. And if we can do that, I think we got a great shot at making it to, to Phoenix for the, for the you know, final round. And, and, you know, at that point, all bets are off. Looking at this first round, we've got Vegas, Talladega, Charlotte Roval, all extremely different. So have you had the opportunity to really sit down and think about those and decide maybe where you feel like your strongest track is and then maybe where you need to step it up a little bit because you don't feel like you've had the past performances you've wanted? Uh, difficult and dangerous. Um, you know, I think that's the, the one thing I will say for these playoffs is these these first three races are kind of wild cards and, and anything can and will happen. And, you know, I think going back to what I said earlier, the consistency aspect of it, you know, there's been so many cars this year in the final, the final 12 that have been consistent. They've been good. They've done a great job. And, and, you know, let's be honest at, at Talladega, there's a lot of guys that have an opportunity to go there and win. Um, and, and that could, 
you know, ultimately affect who makes it to that second round. And, and so, you know, for us, you know, Vegas is obviously a good racetrack for us. We had a strong car there in the spring, so we need to go there and capitalize on it. Um, but I think we just have to take each race for what it is and, and go into each event and say, okay, we know what we're up against. We know the battles and we want to be there at the end. And, and, you know, the old saying that's kind of funny to me, but uh, to finish first, first you must finish. Right. And I think that that's so important when it comes to Talladega and to the Roval. Um, it's so, so important to get those, those finishes in and just gain whatever points you can that I think it's going to be all about that. Because Talladega and the Charlotte Roval are kind of, unpredictable per se do you head into Vegas kind of with that in the back of your mind or do you strictly have the ability to focus on Vegas for what it is yeah I think I think we strictly have the ability to focus on Vegas for what it is right we got a great starting position um you know I think for us managing stage points is going to be important right getting as many stage points as you can even though those aren't carried over with you into the next round any point we can gain I think is going to be super important, you know, whether that's a stage point, a race win, whatever, whatever it is. So, you know, maximizing those stage points, maximizing the, the best finish that we can get at the end of the race. I mean, obviously a win is, I mean, that's the goal for everybody. Right. But if you can't win, if you don't have the car to win, um, managing the race the best you can, is going to be super important because I think the more points that we can have leading into Talladega and leading into the Roval, um, the less you're going to have to, to worry about, you know, I, I don't know that we'll ever go into any of these races and say the comfort level is at 100%. Uh, but, you know, I think that you you still have to to try to do your best and to manage each race individually, because the moment you start thinking about two or three races from now uh, is the moment that you fail miserably. Thank you, Kim. Let's shift gears here. The round of 12 for the NASCAR Cup Series starts, and it's a tough three races at Las Vegas. You got Talladega and you've got the Roval at Charlotte. We'll preview that in later. A new 48 stories with Jimmy Johnson. Seven point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi Gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. Victory Junction was young race driver Adam Petty's dream. He worked toward building a camp where children with serious medical conditions could concentrate on fun and not their illness or disease. When he died tragically, his family and friends around NASCAR made sure that dream came true. Today, Victory Junction is a camp that provides fun, life-changing experiences to children dealing with illnesses and disabilities, all at no cost to the camper. Help us serve more children by visiting victoryjunction.org. The Xfinity fastest lap at Bristol was turned in by Kyle Busch on lap 262 with a speed of 124.711 miles per hour. The Xfinity fastest lap is brought to you by Xfinity. That wasn't just fast. That was Xfinity fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. We preview the Cup Series playoff round of 12 next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? 92 
$1,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Las Vegas will kick off the second round of the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs this weekend, and man, is it tough. Some of the drivers think about this round and what they expect for this weekend's race in the South Point 400 at Las Vegas. Round one of the playoffs is over. Ryan Blaney, Matt Benedetto, Cole Custer, or William Byron will not be the 2020 champion. As for the remaining 12 playoff drivers, they face a tough round two. Las Vegas, Talladega, and the Charlotte Roval await them. For the fans, this round is great. The drama will have us on the edge of our seats. For the drivers, as Eric Almarola says, it's going to show which teams are good on any type of racetrack. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I really enjoy um, the excitement that this schedule is put into our playoffs. Um, you know, our, our playoffs are already intense and exciting and um, you know from a fan's perspective uh, I just think that the way that they have set this schedule um, for the playoffs is incredible you know I, I think a Saturday night short track race at Bristol for a cutoff race I mean come on that is that is awesome and then uh, you know round two to go from uh, Las Vegas a mile and a half um, you know downforce track to then go to Talladega, which is certainly, um, you know, exciting and, and a little bit of a wild card, like you said. And then to the road, you know, it's three distinctly different racetracks. Um, you know, I think it's just really awesome for the fans. Uh, from the driver's standpoint, I like it too. Um, you know, it really sets up uh, for, for that versatility and make sure that you gotta be good everywhere. You can't just be good at your short track program. You can't just be good at your mile and a half program or your super speedway program. It all has to be good. Um, and I think that that's, you know, really when you crown a champion, that's what um, you want to identify. You want to crown somebody who has been successful at every different types of racetrack uh, throughout the year. And, and so incorporating that into the playoffs, I think, is, is, is awesome. The last time drivers were on track at Las Vegas, it was March pre-pandemic. A lot has changed since then, not only with the way teams prepare for the weekend, but like Kurt Busch points out, the weather as well. Uh, first things first is this race is in 100 degree temperatures, where the spring race is in usually a 60 to 70 degree temperature. And so that's a huge difference all in its own. Uh, then you get into the, the real nuts and bolts of 2020, and that's where we haven't had practice. 
and that's where more things are done on simulation models and engineering models for, for the baseline setups. And that seems to have fallen into some teams' hands, and it seems to have handcuffed other teams. Uh, and we can say that even within the same you know, uh, garage area, you know, as far as Gibbs, we've got Hamlin with a ton of wins and my little brother with none. Uh, guys like Harvick have a ton of wins and all of uh, the rest of Stuart Haas has one. So it works some ways to, to be a, a positive, other ways that it doesn't work out as well. It's hard to really say. I mean, what happened back in March, it seems like two years ago. And then also things trend in tech inspection as well on what things were going on in March versus what's happening here in September. Even though he's no longer competing for a championship, William Byron also says the difference in weather is going to play a bigger role than you think. It, it really does change. I think that, you know, we're used to going there, um, you know, at the beginning of September when it's when it's really hot. And I think as soon as we get towards the end of September, it's going to start to cool off and it's going to be probably in the 80s or 90s instead of 100. So that's going to be unique for us. And I feel like the late start time as well is going to be unique, and it's going to it's going to have some different elements for sure. And Joey Logano says his team looks at this round in a simple way. Get as many points as you can, pass cars, and if you can win, great. Uh, it's maximize the finish. Get as much points as possible. Win, that would be great. Uh, it's obviously the goal all the time is to win the race. But if you can't, it's get everything you possibly can. Uh, th- it doesn't change. Now, when you get to the third race and you see where you're at, well, then you might have to change your, your plan at that point. But when you look at three races, uh, it's hard to, to say there's a strategy of it besides just go out there and pass the car in front of you. It's pretty simple. The round of 12 starts this Sunday at Las Vegas, and it's going to deliver the drama. Coming up, a new 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson and This Week in NASCAR History. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Hi! Um, guess we should talk about something. (laughs) How's the, um, vermicelli game in your town? Got any good Vietnamese restaurants? Vermicelli? Oh, it's a noodle. Very good. Drivers who switch to Progressive could save big! Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to head out the door for this week's NASCAR Live, but before we do, I want to pause for a moment, and, well, just like we've been doing all year, we're celebrating Jimmy Johnson as he finishes his full-time Cup Series career. This week's 48 Stories takes you back to 2008 and the year Jimmy made history with his third championship. For more, here's MRN's Kurt Becker. The 2008 Cup Series playoffs started with Kyle Busch as the number one seed, with Carl Edwards second and Jimmy Johnson seeded third. Out of the box at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, Kyle Busch stumbled and finished 34th, while Greg Biffle claimed his first win of the season, 
followed by Carl Edwards in second and Jimmy Johnson in third. From the Magic Mile to the Monster Mile at Dover, Greg Biffle won his second straight race as Carl Edwards finished third and Jimmy Johnson fifth. Edwards took sole possession of first in the standings, but by only 10 points over Johnson and Biffle. The third race of the 2008 playoffs was at Kansas Speedway. The event came down to Jimmy Johnson and a daring last lap move by Carl Edwards. For the final time up the back straightaway, here comes Jimmy Johnson and Carl Edwards. This is the battle for the win here in Kansas. Here's Edwards, bonsai move to the bottom of the racetrack, slides under Johnson, no grab the lead, he's in the wall, Edwards slams the wall and Johnson cuts back to the bottom. Jimmy Johnson comes back to the bottom as Carl drives it in too hard, he hits the wall. Jimmy Johnson is going to win today, taking the Camping World RV 400. I knew he was a dirt track racer, and I knew the slide job was coming, so I just got ready for it. And Man, if he uh, he went in there probably 30 car lengths too far and pounded the wall. And I was watching him. I was more impressed the fact that he didn't wreck and still stayed in the gas when he hit the wall. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is for the checkers. i got to keep my, my focus where I need to. The win put Jimmy in front of Carl by just 10 points. Greg Biffle trailed Jimmy by 30 points. From Kansas to Talladega Super Speedway, the playoffs would take a drastic turn as Carl Edwards and Greg Biffle would find trouble with 14 laps to go. There comes the outside lane. Greg Biffle's in trouble. He'll take Carl Edwards, Matt Kenseth. Others become collected. A hard shot for Travis Quapple head on into the outside wall. Jimmy Johnson finished ninth that day and left Talladega with a comfortable 72-point lead. Next up was Charlotte Motor Speedway. Jimmy's closest competitor, Carl Edwards, had issues for the second week in a row and finished 33rd, while the 48 team managed a sixth-place result. From Charlotte, the playoffs moved to the short track at Martinsville, Virginia. Johnson started from the pole, led the most laps, and brought home the victory. Jimmy Johnson proving he's determined to go for three championships in a row. This will help as he wins today at Martinsville Speedway in Virginia. Got a 149-point advantage right now over Greg Biffle with four to go. Does that affect how you approach these next few races? No, I think we really need to go out and do the same stuff. Um, you still can, we still can't lose this points lead, and we have to think that way, and we have to uh, keep our eye on the ball and, and make sure we're swinging hard at it each time, and uh, that's what this race team's good at, and it's what I'm very proud of. The win sent a clear message to the rest of the field that this was Jimmy's championship to lose, but Carl Edwards was not going to go quietly as he would go on to win the next two events at Atlanta and Texas. At the penultimate race at Phoenix, Jimmy Johnson was back in victory lane for the seventh time in the 2008 season. In dominating fashion, the championship chase continues for Jimmy Johnson. He wins at the Phoenix International Raceway. With the championship well in hand, Jimmy Johnson entered the final race at Homestead Miami Speedway with a 141-point lead over Carl Edwards. All Carl could do was try to win the race and hope for the best. He can coast from here. Carl Edwards just barely rolling, coming off turn number four. His teammate goes by. Carl's going to win the Ford 400, and Jimmy Johnson wins his third consecutive NASCAR Sprint Cup Series championship. Jimmy's 15th place finish was good enough to claim his third championship, tying Cale Yarborough as the only other driver to win three straight titles. Jimmy, you told me before the race, you guys couldn't think about three in a row. Now it has happened. You guys have tied history. 
How does it feel, champ? Um, it's, it hasn't sunken in yet, but I, I'm just so proud of this race team and the fight that this team has had in it over the course of the year. Uh, there were times this season where we weren't, the, we weren't even in the ballpark, and these guys buckled down and worked hard. So I'm so proud of this team effort, and uh, how cool. I mean, growing up in El Cajon, California, racing motocross, I never thought I'd be in this position. I, I'm so thankful, so blessed. Uh, it's been a total team effort, and I'm very, very happy. This has been 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. Thank you, Kurt. We've got more 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson on MRN.com. Before we wrap up this week's show, Susie Armstrong is standing by with This Week in NASCAR History. Susie? Hey, Mike. If you can dig it, this week we slide back 50 years to 1970. ABC kicked off a TV institution, premiering NFL action in primetime with the first live broadcast of Monday Night Football. Hello again, everyone. I'm Howard Cosell. Glad to have you aboard for NFL Monday Night Football here on ABC. And fans weren't disappointed as the Browns beat the Jets 31-21. Mary Richards turned the world on with her smile as the Mary Tyler Moore Show debuted on CBS. And Richard Petty showed his pearly whites in victory lane as the King led 186 of 300 laps to take the checkers in the Mason-Dixon 300 at Dover International Speedway. 1987, Jennifer Gray and Patrick Swayze had the time of their lives, gyrating their hips and dirty dancing their way to box office success. Walter Payton's gridiron ballet was pure sweetness as the Hall of Famer scored his 107th rushing touchdown, an NFL record that stood for two decades. And Ricky Rudd made a stand at the front of the pack, showing the way for 373 laps on the high bank concrete to take the checkers of the Delaware 500 at Dover. Ricky Rudd looking for his eighth Winston Cup career victory. Comes out of turn number four. White flag from Harold Kinder on the red and white motorcraft Ford. And Rudd is back to turn number one for the final time today. Here's Ricky Rudd out of turn number four. Comes down to the start finish line. Takes the checkered flag and wins the Delaware 500 for his second win in 1987. 1998, Kicks and Ronnie continue their chart-topping ways as the Brooks and Dunn single How Long Gone scoots to number one. Mark McGuire smacks his 65th dinger to score on the Milwaukee Brewers, adding to a record-breaking 70 home run season. And Mark Martin was merciless in the first state, on point for 379 laps to shut out the field in the MBNA 400. Off the final corner, Mark Martin will have led 379 of the 400 laps today. Comes to the stripe. Checkered flag is in the air. His sixth win of 1998. Mark Martin scores the MBNA Gold 400 at Dover. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. And we'd also like to thank Ross Chastain for making time for us this week, along with Chase Briscoe, Brandon Jones, Austin Sendrick, and Justin Allgaier. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We thank you for joining us as we throw the checkered flag on another NASCAR Live, but we will be here next week as well. We hope you tune in and join us. We hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the triple header coming your way from Las Vegas Motor Speedway this weekend. Until we chat again next week, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. And was brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink.
Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian and Rich Colbert. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.